This is a podcast from China Daily Hong Kong. Thanks for tuning in to an edition of Story Spotlight, where we engage with a CDHK reporter and dive deeper into a recently published story which drew a buzz. I'll be speaking with CDHK business reporter Grace Chai, who covers the Greater Bay Area, on her recently published article titled "Bay Area Enterprises Give Hong Kong Youth a Chance," which explores how many enterprises and companies in the Greater Bay Area have been offering more job opportunities to the youth in Hong Kong in a joint effort with both local and center government initiatives. Grace, thank you for coming onto the podcast. Thanks for having me. Grace unpacks the initiatives that are underway, shares insight on how the cross-border collaboration has been going thus far, and pinpoints in what capacity and in which sectors Hong Kong youth talent can be most beneficial to the GBA. I really enjoyed your piece a lot. So yeah, my first question: Thanks. just talking about the integration of Hong Kong into the GBA as part of the bigger umbrella initiative from both local and central government, which we're seeing in every sector of the economy. And you do a lot of reporting in the GBA, so I was wondering how pivotal is the specific initiative of providing the Hong Kong youth job opportunities in the Greater Bay Area as part of the overall initiative, and how receptive has it been for companies based in the Greater Bay Area, from startups to conglomerates? And do you think that the ten thousand Hong Kong dollar monthly allowance to companies who partake, which your article mentioned, do you think that'll prove enough incentive for these companies? Uh, to encourage Hong Kong and Macau youth to work in, here in Guangzhou cities has been the mission in all Greater Bay Area related policies and government documents. Uh, many uh, companies and organizations have organized programs to provide job opportunities, internship, or short-term communication trips in the last a few years. But uh, as far as I've learned, the scale of、uh, Hong Kong government's initiative this time is quite large.、Mm, but anyway,、uh, compared to how many jobs it actually provided, I believe the significance here of the initiative is to establish an official channel or platform for cross-border employers and local students. As to your second question, companies participating in the program. Are、uh, mostly big ones now. I found most of them welcomed the initiative. Some actually have regular、uh, campus recruitment plans in Hong Kong every year, but it's quite difficult for them to continue these activities this year due to due to the COVID pandemic. The government's in,、uh, scheme this time created a new link so that their recruitment plan could continue. Uh, about the、uh, monthly allowance, that's sure an incentive. But、uh, I found the highest salary a company provided under the initiative is sixty-eight、uh, thousand Hong Kong dollars per month. That's、right. that's far more than the uh, minimum uh, salary and allowance, of course. So the more the the more important、uh, incentive here is these companies really eager to find. The talents they need. Right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. So, can you expand on the extent of how the pandemic has affected the cross-border collaboration between companies in the GBA and the Hong Kong youth? And have you heard of any solutions that have been offered to try and address that obstacle of cross-border travel? I'll say the influence、uh, is broad and profound.、Uh, I've come across many interviewees who accept my interview in their quarantine hotels. Oh wow! One one case. Yeah, one case to share here is、uh, is a founder of a startup. She lives in Hong Kong, but her her firm located in Shenzhen. So last year,、uh, which was a critical year for her career as well, 
she quarantined for five rounds of 14 days. So that's the influence oh is allowed for her. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, but the other side of the coin here is people are getting used to it. Mm. <laughs> it made uh, online meetings and forums uh, more prevailing, like we, what we are doing now. Right. So that's that's a good thing. That's a silver lining. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. uh, I heard someone uh, suggesting opening a special path at the uh, border checkpoint for Hong Kong startup entrepreneurs and technology specialists, but nothing concrete now. Uh, the common hope here is to boost the vaccinated population in both sides so that border could open gradually. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So the Hong Kong government recently announced this week of the Greater Bay Area job fairs, both online and offline in Hong Kong, um, which is part of the GBA Youth Employment Scheme. And it reportedly is making available over 800 jobs for the youth. So do you think there is going to be more of these kind of events and initiatives to come? And is there a huge amount of Hong Kong youth in a deepening unemployment uh, city like Hong Kong because of the pandemic? Will these initiatives be enough to alleviate just that large amount of Hong Kong youth mm -hmm. that you know are entering a, a troubled job market? Yeah, I do believe more employers are interested. When I was doing research for the uh, story, I asked some companies that I knew they have Hong Kong campus recruitment plans before, and they might participate this time, but but they actually do not know about this scheme. So the government decides to expand it. I believe more firms would be glad to take part. Um, but after all, there were more than 260,000 unemployed people from December to February in Hong Kong. Right. The data speak for itself. Yeah, the, the gap is still huge. Mm. And, oh. and I, don't think, I don't think the city should rely on job opportunities across the border. The key to uh, deal with this unemployment issue should be to, con should to um, contain the pandemic as soon as possible and stimulate vitality of Hong Kong's own economy. Yeah, no, that's a good point. You cannot you know, put all your eggs in that basket and just expect the GBA to fix all the problems for the employment. No, that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you've, mm -hmm. um, you've been covering you know, the GBA at length um, when I've gone to Shenzhen as well. I got to see you do your work. Mm, yeah. And um, in your opinion, what are the sectors and particular niches that you are most hopeful for or have seen most potential in for the Hong Kong youth in the GBA? Yes, you are right. I now live in Shenzhen and covered a lot of Guangdong news. I remembered mm -hmm. you uh, came to Shenzhen last time and we have meetings in, in Huaxian Nows, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First of all, I like to say there is no limit. Uh, generally speaking, I suggest choosing industries that are in line with local development direction. That means you need to do some research before diving in. For example, Shenzhen is famous for uh, technology industries. So what are these technology industries? To be uh, specific, the government has set up seven strategic industries, including new generation of IT technologies, high-end equipment manufacture, biomedicine, digital economy, new material, marine economy, and low-carbon economy. Right. Uh, speaking from yeah, speaking from perspective of the advantages of Hong Kong youth, I would say jobs related to the international business 
uh, I've asked many uh, questions in Guangzhou about their impression of Hong Kong employees. The, the first thing they all mentioned is international vision. It's not only about languages, but the way to communicate with foreigners. Right. And know, uh, yeah, and know about uh, international rules and standards. For example, lawyers or law students who focus on international intellectual property protection are of quite large demand now. Ah, yeah, that, that lawyer example yeah. is a good one. And they're doing a lot to allow them to practice with their licensing too, right? In the Greater Bay Area. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And naturally, many of these initiatives and platforms for providing Hong Kong youth opportunities in the Greater Bay Area are targeting the university campuses here in Hong Kong. That's where they're holding a lot of these um, events and initiatives. So how is the government and involved parties addressing any pre-existing lack of knowledge or understanding of the GBA among some of the Hong Kong youth on the campuses these days? Yes, um, that's a really good question. And it's also a challenge um, I found during my interviews for the story. Um, many, um, many mainland human resource director told me the most frequently asked questions by, by Hong Kong graduates is about the mainland living and working environment. So they said, my work really need to be done on this side. Aspect. One right. useful arrangement I, I found in the government's job initiative is that most of the politics this time are local companies who have business in the mainland or companies that have subsidiaries in both Hong Kong and Guangdong cities. Right. Like, yes, like HSBC, Victoria Harbor International Education, Bank of China, Tencent and Huawei. I believe yeah. this group of employers is a good point to start for Hong Kong youth who have zero experience working in Guangdong. Sure. And uh, yeah, and another point is some employment involves working in both Hong Kong and Guangdong. For example, the first six months in Hong Kong and next ten months in Guangzhou. So that gives a uh, that gives employees a chance to adapt to a new environment. Mm. And many companies offer dormitory transportation allowances. Right. Are there are there many youth that travel back and that would do like a daily travel back and forth, like live in Hong Kong, work in Shenzhen? Is that possible? Do is that something that we see? Uh certainly not now. Uh and I don't think that's doable after the, the, the border opened right. in the future. Yes. It's better live here and experience the whole working and living environment. Sure. No, that makes sense. Oh, you mentioned that there are a lot of conglomerates um, and just companies that have both bases in Hong Kong and in the Greater Bay Area. Those are the ones that you're seeing a lot of potential, right, for Hong Kong youth. What about for a startup, for Hong Kong youth startup? Is there, um, have you seen a lot of examples of that or is there a lot of incentive for Hong Kong youth? From my experience, I only uh, interviewed uh, startups that have Hong Kong um, talents as the co-founders. There are more and more uh, incubators right. opened for Hong Kong and Macau youth. So mm. I think, it, yes, it's also uh, plenty of chances for Hong Kong talents to start up their own business across the board. Yeah. And some of these incubators, they provide incentive for... Or is there a quota filled for Hong Kong startups or founded by Hong Kong youth? These, uh, these incentives are basic now. 
Almost right. every incubator provide that free offices. Right. Yeah. Uh, and what, but what uh, startup founders really um, values are the resources these incubators could provide, like how they could connect their, their business with local uh, factories, mm. uh, investors, uh, potential clients. Right. Yeah, ah. I, I think that's more important. For sure. Them. Yeah. So I was wondering, was there any particular point you were most surprised about or learned while you covered this story? I'm surprised related to the topic comes from my interview for another story I wrote last year. It introduced several firms and organizations internship program for Hong Kong students. First, oh. I did not expect that there were still some companies offered internship and opportunity, uh, internship opportunities last year, right. considering the quarantine regulations and many companies were still recovering. Most surprisingly, many students applied despite the two-week quarantine uh, on both sides of the border. Right. So the total length of the internship is often four to six weeks, and their quarantine time is four weeks. So it almost took all this summer vacation or even longer. <laughs> Personally, right. Yeah, personally speaking, that's quite a sacrifice. No, that I, I would I would agree as well. That would be yeah. quite a sacrifice for me as well. Uh, so the fact shows there is really a demand here from both sides. What needs to be done is to link up the employers and job seekers across the border. Many companies and organizations have their own internship or career programs or short-term communication trips for Hong Kong youth. So I'm thinking if there is a, a website or an app to gather all this information, uh, it would bring more career opportunities for Hong Kong job seekers of uh, broader age groups and industries. Grace, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast to speak with me. Thank you. That's all for this segment, guys. Until next time, stay healthy.